0: Hey guys, this is Marcia coming at you here with another episode of Ladies Strong Cast. I failed to mention the guest that we're having on the show for this week is also our member of the month. I promise you, make sure if you cannot catch the actual video make sure you are sitting down you're having a seat you got your popcorn ready because this is an episode i promise you you do not want to miss i'm super inspired by this person after hearing her story i'm really honored to have the privilege to be able to interview her i hope you enjoy it just as much as i did interviewing her so with that being said ladies Get ready. I hope you got your popcorn. Let's get at it. Here we go. The
1: big question is this. How were two women who didn't cheat and purchase a gym franchise model, how were they able to spread their mission and purpose by empowering and transforming hundreds of women's lives through fitness, nutrition, mindset, and accountability with a micro gym business model of women only? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. We are Lady Strong Fitness.
0: Today, I have a very special guest lsf member jennifer jennifer how are you hi how are you i'm good yeah thank you today we are going to be talking about how to become a victor and not a victim of your circumstances jim let's get right into it um i i honestly there's something that i just recently found out about you that i'm i i almost want to apologize like how did i not know and you've been a part of our community for like almost two years now so go ahead tell a little bit about yourself and we'll kind of go from there
1: sure so i mean the, the basic meat and potatoes is I'm Jen Kalana, and uh, yeah, I mean, I've been a member of uh, LSF since 2018, well, the end of 2018, but uh, do you want me to get into, like, how I, why I came and, like, stuff? yeah, like, let's
0: oh, do it, let's get right to it, time out, 2018, why was I thinking, has it really been that long? Yeah, because
1: I suck, and sometimes I come, and then I don't Oh come, my god,
0: stop! and I heard
1: something, and whatever. But yeah, 2018, i have been to remember.
0: Okay. I got you. Yeah. You see good. me
1: in like clumps. I'm yeah. there for a couple months and then something happens and never. It's,
0: it's all good, but you always manage to find your way back home.
1: Yes, that's true. I love it. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, so yeah, so, um, a little bit of history on myself, um, back in 2010, I was 31 and I was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma. Uh, which is a form of cancer. It's a blood cancer. There was a tumor in my chest about the size of a softball, about a a 12 inch softball. And so, um, I went into the hospital. They had to do a biopsy to determine what the cancer was. They weren't sure if it was Hodgkin's lymphoma or non Hodgkin's. So I went in for a biopsy. It was an outpatient procedure. While they were in there, they actually nicked an artery caused me to bleed internally And um, they stopped the procedure, went out, told my parents what happened and said, you know, we'll, we'll finish up here, but we're going to have her stay for observations just to make sure, you know, we can keep an eye on her. Wow. So my procedure was done somewhere around 1130 in the morning and around 530 at night, I sat up in the universal sign of choking and my lungs had completely filled with blood. Oh my God. I um, suffocated. I went into cardiac arrest they had to resuscitate me and my heart stopped um beating for almost three minutes and a blood clot went to my brain and um caused a stroke so um i was kept in a coma for a little over a month and um when i woke up they said you had a stroke um, I wasn't able to use anything from my left vocal cord down to my toes, which is why I'm raspy. The only thing that doesn't really work still is my left vocal cord. Sure. And um, for the next six months, I had—I was in inpatient um, rehabilitation. I had to learn how to walk again, talk again, um, eat again, everything. Wow. Right? Uh, I—I I had to learn how to drive again. I had to get my driver's license back, wow. get that renewed. So it it was quite, quite the journey. Oh, and all on top of all of it, by the way, Jen, when you, you know, you wake up, they're like, you have Hodgkin's lymphoma, and they had to start chemotherapy on me. So I woke up bald.
0: Oh, my God. Honestly, this just gives me chills right now. Because Just looking at you, you know, if someone that doesn't know anything about you and just judging a book by its cover, you just look like the average, normal Jane Doe, right? Not knowing the the actual history of what had happened 10 years ago. So let's rewind a little bit because I'm really intrigued by this. When you woke up, were you able to speak? Like, were you anything at all? Like, how were you able to communicate?
1: Oh, so no, when I woke up, there was no speed. There was nothing. I was so atrophied. I mean, my legs were like this big around. They had to like give me like these protein things just to get me to build my muscles up enough so I could at least sit up on my own. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was at ground zero, mm-hmm. so I was tied to so many machines. I, was on, I had been on life support, and so um, I couldn't even, like, look down. Like, so they gave me a whiteboard, and they're like, they would ask me questions and, like, help move my arm. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, my husband has pictures of these whiteboard images, but they, they were not even, like, recognizable. So, were you married
0: uh, into your marriage when this happened?
1: We weren't. Uh So Nick proposed to me in March of 2010. August of 2010 is when this all happened. And our wedding, I'm very organized. Our whole wedding was booked, set up, ready to go for April 30th of 2011. Oh, my God. So this all happened in between all of that. Yeah. Talk about a good man. And he's
0: stuck by your side the whole time. And you guys weren't even married yet. So shout out to your husband. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I again. love that. Okay. So
0: how long you were, um, you were in a coma for a month after you came out of the coma, I'm sure you went through like the physical therapy. Like you said, you started all over. Like how long did that process take? Like, you know, yeah, like, so
1: you resume back to normal. So I had to stay in the hospital until I was stable. And then they transferred me by ambulance uh, to the rehabilitation Institute downtown where I lived. They have like three week programs, no matter what it is, uh, a spinal cord injury, a brain injury, you're there for three months before they send you home to start living on your own. Mm. So I lived in the inpatient for uh, three, three weeks. uh, And, Uh, you know what? It all started with wheelchair therapy. This sounds horrible. When I first moved down there, the first thing that they did is um, I was in a wheelchair because I couldn't walk on my own and they took me to this class and it was all women and uh, they were all middle-aged at this point. And uh, it was all about how to live your life in a wheelchair and how that's actually normal and plenty of people do it. And um, there's plenty of resources available and Um, adaptive equipment and things like that marcia i was so furious Mm -hmm. i was brought down there to learn how to walk again talk again function again and for them to push me into this class i was so angry that i like you know volunteers like push you down to these classes you know in, in your wheelchair and I told the lady, I was like, get me back to my room now. Like I left this class. I was so mad. So that was kind of like my, you know,
0: You're
1: my uh, point. So yeah. I'm going to assume you,
0: you, didn't, you didn't go back to that class, right? No. Okay, good. Said, good
1: for you. Take me upstairs for physical therapy. Yeah. Uh, mental therapy, all kinds of therapy. I don't want to learn how to live my life in a wheelchair. I have three weeks to pull it together here and learn as much as humanly possible. My girl. I love that. How dare you assign me to that class? Yeah. I was so angry.
0: Yeah. hundred percent. And that's what, and this is why I entitled this episode becoming a victor and not a victim because you, you could have easily fell into that trap and just settled and say, okay, I'll do it but you're like, you know, F this, true this. Like, what are you doing? I, I want the other route. I want to take the other route. So let's fast forward a little bit. Um, once you did start to do the rehabilitation and learning how to walk and stuff, how long did that process take?
1: Oh man, a long time. So I got transferred down to the hospital in I down to re, down to rehabilitation in October of 2010. And, um, I was there until, just before Thanksgiving. In fact, I like begged, like my therapist, I was like, I will do whatever I need to, to be home by Thanksgiving. I cannot lay in this hospital bed on Thanksgiving. So I moved home like the Wednesday before and Thanksgiving's on like a Thursday. I moved home on like Wednesday. And, um, and, uh, I had to continue going to outpatient, uh, through March, and then, I mean, my ultimate goal, because, you know, you have to set goals down there and it can't just be, I want to learn how to walk again. My goal was to be able to walk down the aisle. I had until April 30th to get my rear end down that aisle. Wait, time out. You didn't even cancel your wedding. You kept no. your wedding date. Okay. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. 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 I, I'll, I'll touch on that a little bit too. But yeah. So my ultimate goal through all of this was just to be able to walk down the aisle. I didn't care if I had a cane, but there would be no wheelchair. And no offense to people who are in wheelchairs and need wheelchairs, but I am 31 years old and you're not going to tell me and assign me to a wheelchair. Give me the opportunity to regain all of my ability before we start talking about wheelchairs. It was, I was, oh, God. So angry. Um, but yeah, so once I did move home, Nick actually Nick and I went to the place that we were supposed to get married. And I was still in a wheelchair at this point. And we're like, yeah, so this happened. And they were like, We'll work with you if you need to push the wedding back, whatever. So they were super kind about it. But I wasn't I wasn't about that. I had everything booked, everything ready to go. And I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna change anything. So you kept your wedding date. Yeah.
0: And then how, what did the wedding day look like? Paint a picture for us there. Like, were you able to at least get up and move
1: around and all that? Yeah. So at this point, so before I was able to move home, they had to, Nick had to like adapt our whole house. Like he was required to put in like double railings and grab bars in the shower. I had to have a shower seat, all sorts of stuff like that. I mean, I needed to completely be babysat. I couldn't even be in the shower by myself. Like someone needed to be nearby in case there was a problem. So like, it, life was tough right in the beginning, but I was so thankful to be home that I would do whatever I needed to. Um, but uh, what,
0: what kept sorry. you going? What kept you like, you know? Some people they're they're very easily frustrated and just want to give up. What was it that kept you going? That's like, you know, I don't want to necessarily live my life like this. I want to get back to the normal state where I was prior to the stroke. Cause I'm really curious about your mindset throughout this entire process.
1: Well, I'm going to be honest. I have no idea where the strength came from. Mm-hmm. I I think it started with the wheelchair thing. I was so angry that I was assigned to that, that I was like, screw this. We're going to show them. Yes. But honestly, I don't even know where the strength came from. I had never even been in a hospital before. I had never even broken a bone. Mm-hmm. So to like be hurt and have to like recover from something, never experienced it in my life. I was healthy going into this. I had done Weight Watchers um, two years prior and lost 50 pounds. Wow. So I was fit. I was going to the gym. I looked good. I was at a healthy weight. And then all of this happened. Wow. So um, yeah, I'm not quite sure where I dug the strength from or where my mental game was. I'm curious, I, are, you, are you a faithful person? Was it faith? What What? was there had to been something,
0: you know, was it, you know, some people like you have a why was it family? Was it your husband or
1: your fiance at the time or I would probably say family my family was so amazing not only was Nick there with me every single day I guess his company was amazing A- I was asleep for all of this, but you know, he told his boss what was happening and they let him, this is before working from home. They let him work from like 6am to like 11. And then he would come straight to the hospital every day. My mom was at the hospital from like seven to three every day. And then my dad would be there from like 10 to nine. Like they all took shifts. Like everyone was there. Everyone was wonderful. I had so many visitors when I was stable and they were allowed to, Mm -hmm. when I was unconscious, and they started the chemo, I didn't have any white blood cells. So they wouldn't let anybody near me, but I wasn't awake. So I didn't know anyway. Sure. Are uh, we
0: safe to say that you're in remission now?
1: Yeah, I'm safely, you can safely say I'm in remission. I just had my 11 year um, scans um, back in March. Everything is clear. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: like hearing that. Here's why I wanted to place so much emphasis on this because I hate to say this, but there are a lot of women inside our community that like to use their past as a crutch today. You know, And there's a reason, and I got this from a very infamous pastor uh, from Lakewood Church in Texas, Joel Osteen. He always says that there's a reason why the rearview mirror is much smaller when looking back. Than what's straight ahead in front of you and having the bigger picture ahead. And for you, that bigger picture was seeing what was ahead and getting to, I can walk, I can talk versus like, oh, I can. And looking back at what you were and, you know, you could have just said, screw it. I'm just going to stick to the wheelchair. This is so inspiring. Seriously. I mean, this is, I'm so glad to have you on here today. So I'm really hoping that for anybody right now who is watching, please take some mental notes and do not let your past reflect your your present. So thank you so much for sharing that story. It's super inspiring. So let's fast forward a little bit. Um, You came across us uh, back in, it would have been 2020 or or before COVID. It was
1: before before COVID. I was a member starting in December of 18. Okay.
0: Got it. Okay. So what was it that you're like, I I got to join? Like, this is for me. What was, what was it
1: for you? So between 2011, like when I was done with rehab and let's say, 2018. I was trying all these little things, but now I'm on my own. I have no more therapists with me. You use the word crutch. I have said this since the beginning. I never wanted this to be a crutch. I never wanted this to define me. And I don't even talk about it a lot, not because I'm shameful, not because I don't want to, but because I don't want people to be like, oh, and treat me differently. Uh So I wanted to just continue on as Jen and live my normal life and let this be my past. Sure. And so, um, I was going to different types of classes. I, and actually I wrote them down. I was going to an adaptive therapy yoga, okay. um, right here in Schaumburg. I was going to like an adaptive swimming class. Wow. And these are, so now I'm going to these classes with other people that need adaptive assistance. So again, some of these people are in wheelchairs. Some of them might, um, uh, have prosthetic limbs or like anything like that. Yeah. I mean, um, but these are the classes I was going to because it's all I felt I could do. You know, I wasn't com- confident walking back into lifetime fitness and jumping on an elliptical. Right. I didn't even have great balance. I didn't even have a lot of strength on the left side. Mm. And um, so you know, I was kind of scared to just get back into a gym thing. So anyway, so I was doing these adaptive therapy type programs and I was like, I need to get back to it, but I'm not, I'm not interested in a lifetime. I don't want to go back in and you walk into the gym and it's like, what am I going to do today? You know, is it the elliptical? Am I rowing? Am I doing this? I I didn't want that. And so I really liked that this was a class that's preset, it's organized and, um, you're playing follow the leader. Someone tells you what to do. They tell you how to stretch and what exercises to do and how many of them. And I just have to do them.
0: Yeah. So it takes all the guesswork out of it. It's like, you just right
1: up. show up, right? right. <laughs> and in one short hour, I'm getting more done than if I had just walked into uh, the gym by myself.
0: Yeah. Share your results. If you don't mind, I don't care if it's scaled victories or non-scaled victories since joining, what are some of the results that you've received that lady strong?
1: Um, let me see. So, I mean, I've lost 30 pounds since last July. Hey, yes, Mom, I- you
0: make it seem so nonchalant.
1: I mean, I lost 30 pounds. I mean, come on, that's huge. Listen, friend, I've probably lost 200 pounds in my life, like over the span okay, of all that's my fair. program. Okay. So, 30 pounds is great. And I'm super proud. And my closet fits me again. But it's like, Jen, how many times are you going to lose this? And then give up on it. So gotcha. I'm proud, but like now I'm trying to figure out the mental game. So That's that I okay. Can, but nobody's perfect, right? I, I yeah, right. Say,
0: like success isn't like from here to here. It's like this, right? And Not then, sure. so you're on that roller coaster right now, which is okay.
1: Cause I'm on it with you too. So we're on it together. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So yeah. So I joined the summer body challenge last year. That's sort of what kickstarted like the weight loss and like yep. eating better. And I had, I have a nutritionist now. Um, I have an accountability buddy, um, That's how this all started, Jamie. I'm
0: out. The nutritionist is, is Becca. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Shout out to Becca. If you guys don't know who Becca is, Becca is one of our nutrition specialists at
1: Lady Strong Fitness. Keep going. And her program is Fit Mom Society. So if anybody yes. follows her now, that's who I'm working with. Love it. Awesome. Um, so I increased my attendance to four days a week. And again, that's because of the summer body challenge, because in order to qualify, you had to make sure you were coming a minimum of four days a week. I was only coming three. So now I've made for uh, a routine habit. So that's awesome. Got my stronger certification and, um, I actually signed up for, um, personal training with yeah, uh, well, yeah. because I don't want to just have my certification. I want to use that axle bar and like actually become stronger and use it properly. 100%. So I've done that. I've increased my weights and I just know I've become so much stronger, yeah. so much stronger.
0: Yeah, I believe I firmly believe the reason why you're so successful is because you are taking advantage of all the resources that we have available, the challenges, the nutrition, the personal training, there's a reason why you're stronger. And I don't say this, honestly, to uh, persuade people into joining these types of things, right? It's we have them for a reason. Right. And I always say at the end of the day, Jennifer, if you're not successful, we're not successful. So we're all about giving you as many resources as possible to help you get to that next level. So I love it. Keep going. You're on the roll. I feel like you have a lot of notes in front of you right
1: now. <laughs> well, I just wrote some things down because I didn't want to get, you know, stumble in our in our conversation here. Oh, that's but, okay. uh, Yeah, I mean, those, I mean, really, those are the majority of my results. Most importantly, I craved the gym. When you guys were closed on Mother's Day, I was so bitter because I was like, (laughs) Sunday mornings, I have nothing going on. That's my day to go to the gym. They're closed. Awesome. I know I could have done. A virtual, but the fact is, I didn't. But I did some yard work. That's
0: okay, not a problem. So I want to touch bases on a couple of things that you mentioned. First and foremost, you've been working with Becca now. Correct me around about four to four to six months, maybe give or take.
1: Yeah, since August of last year is when I started.
0: What are some of the things that
1: you have learned since uh, working with her? Mind blowing. Everything I have learned is what I have not learned in the past. First of all, we started with digestion. Did you know that? Like, if you have like heartburn or like indigestion, that's not normal. Mm-hmm. So we started with stuff like that. So I have some vitamin supplements and just healing like gut health. We started right. with gut health, yes. but then just learning what I should consume in a day. Sure. How many times have I been on Weight Watchers and I was eating a maximum of 1200 calories a day? That's literally starvation. It is. Yeah. Now I'm eating 1900 calories a day and losing weight. Yeah, so,
0: that, I mean, food is fuel. It is, it really yeah, is.
1: Yes. I right. love it. And so finding that balance between, so I know that 1900 is still weight loss and I can maintain up to about 22 to 2300. Once I eat more than 2300, now I can get into a game, into yeah. a game. So, you know, it's, it's learning all about, you know, me. Yeah.
0: Speaking to you right now and just you explaining everything, just lets me know how much you're educated you know, because for the normal person that doesn't really know anything about nutrition, it's really hard to be able to reciprocate things to them and vice versa, because they're like looking at you like, what are you talking about? But for you to you're very analytical, you know, if I eat this 1200, I that, you know, that's not enough. I need to be like around 19. And if I'm above 19, if I'm 22 and it's like, yes, girl, that's that's the type of education that every single one of our members need, because there's a misconception out there that, oh, I have to eat less in order to lose weight. And it's actually the opposite, right? Wow. So the hear you say these things is like, man, mind blowing. It's like, thank you. Thank you for taking advantage. So, okay. That's the nutrition. Let's talk about coach E. Uh, I know you've been working with her give or take about two months or so now shout out to coach E, right? Yeah. Shout what about out that? What have you learned now? We talked about what you learned about with working with Becca. What have you learned since working with coach E
1: so much? I mean, I had never even lifted, like, I know they're called axle bars at the gym, but like a, like a Like a barbell, a barbell barbell. I never lifted a barbell in my life. I didn't know how to do it. And actually following Becca, the nutritionist online, she does um, CrossFit or she has in the past and she's training again, but she puts these videos of herself up and I'm like, mind blown. Like, like I am just so impressed. So working with Koji, she's taught me so much, not only about what I can do, you know, like what I should do for multiple reps versus if I'm just going to do one really amazing rep, you know, you lift heavy. I just learned so much. I just, I'm obsessed. Yes. I love it. Very cool. This is so cool.
0: (laughs) You honestly I'm I'm pay, I'm playing favoritism right now. I'm being a little bit biased. You're probably one of my favorite guests I've had on the show. I don't know. It's just your story is inspiring. Just you sharing everything since joining is amazing. Losing 30 pounds again even though to you, it's like, oh, you know, I probably lost 200, but it's like, no, it's, that's still a huge accomplishment in itself. So I always like to end with one question. If you've seen any of the episodes is what type of advice that you may have for anybody that's
1: tuning in today, regardless if they're a member or not um so my piece of advice is everybody is on their own journey Mm -hmm. so i see some of these new people come in and um you know they're looking around and they're trying to keep up with the people around them those people could have been members of the gym for two months or even two years Mm -hmm. don't compare yourself Take advantage of the modifications. Do what you can do because if you're trying to keep up with that person, you're going to go home sore, uncomfortable, say there's no way I can do this again, and you're going to quit because I was that person since 2018. Yeah. So my, my recommendation is come in and do you, no one is looking at you. No one is comparing, no one's paying attention to what you're doing or comparing themselves to you. So you do you, and you will get so much more out of this gym.
0: And that's, uh, that I like that advice. I really do. Like your energy is contagious. I can feel it through virtually through this (laughs) room right now, but ladies, do you as jennifer would say don't worry about anybody else and i always say don't worry about your neighbor worry about yourself the only competition you see is straight ahead in the mirror so jennifer honestly from the bottom of my heart you are very victorious i uh, seriously like kudos to you because i i don't even know the the that you've been through if i could even go through it (laughs) so
1: i don't recommend it for anybody no not
0: at all yes not at all but I definitely want to thank you for coming on here today. Ladies, thank you for tuning in again of another episode of the Lady Strong Cast. Have a blessed day and we'll catch you on the next episode. Take care, guys. Bye.
1: Thanks for joining us today. If you like this episode, subscribe to our YouTube channel or find our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or whatever your favorite place is to listen to podcasts. And if you really liked this episode, please leave a review for us on iTunes. Thanks, and we'll see you next week
0: guys this is mercy here with another episode of lady strong big cat